The word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Coming your way today is Dr. Anastasia Bruce on the Shama Podcast. Do listen and be blessed. Father, thanks for the blessing to hear your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Labor of love. Let's read Matthew chapter 28 verse, uh, sorry, 21 verse 28 to 31. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, Jesus speaking. And he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. And he came to the second and said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of them twain did the will of his father, they said unto him, The first, Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10 says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Wow. Wow. What a scripture. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work of your work and labor of love, which you have showed to his name in, in, in that you have ministered and do minister to the saints. Praise the Lord. What has love got to do with labor? And what has labor got to do with love? Someone will say, as for love, dear, it's all about patience, relaxation, taking one's time so that things will unfold naturally, you know. I love you, means I'm patient with you, I'm waiting on you, you know, that kind of thing. Another person who will say, as for labor, what is labor? Labor is all about taking your life into your own hands and working hard so you see your sweat turning into blood. You know, let's do this quickly and that kind of thing. Otherwise, we're losing our chances. You know, there's that kind of aggression injected in there. Love and the things of love seem to come in some cool and natural ambience, you know. Labor and the things pertaining to labor seem to unravel with speed, determination, forcefulness, aggression. So, can love have anything at all to do with labor? These things, is like there are two of them, it's like, you know. Even when a, a, a guy lo- loves a lady... And let's say, for instance, it's touching her. You shouldn't touch her like giddy giddy. You should just be gentle, you know, handle her softly. That's when we say that, oh, Charlie's like, he really cares about me, loves me. But if it is just pulling your ears and, you know, just hitting you and pushing you back and all those things, you know that, Charlie, this thing couldn't be love. Praise the Lord. Yes. So, you see that the two things is like when... The Bible strings a phrase like labor of love. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something to consider. It's something to think about and meditate in. Praise the Lord. Because it's like two opposite ends that are being strung. Uh, is there any word like strung? 
strung together in one phrase, praise the Lord. Can a phlegmatic successfully marry or flow with a choleric? Can a choleric flow with a phlegmatic? A phlegmatic is a slow person. A choleric is usually, you know, hot-blooded. Uh, once things done, no, 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 you know, that kind of um, hot-blooded in the sense that, you know, they want to move things. They want to move ideas. They want to make sure that things are being done. Praise the Lord. So you see that can slowness and speed coexist in one person? Of course, it can. By nature, even by nature, God made us to be able to physically function both sympathetically and parasympathetically. And our nervous system, the things inside us that control our emotions, that control how we feel, how we move, how we respond. Emotion, that means that the thing that makes you move, the thing that makes you respond to something, the thing that makes you um, um, re yeah, respond to something, Okay, that moves you, that, that tells you that move out of your bed. Move into the chair. I'm feeling hot. Let me go outside. That thing is divided into two main, I mean, you can say that it's like two functions. One is like what you call the sympathetic. That's like some, the part of you that, that makes you, if you see, for instance, a lion, you want to run and, you know, be wide-eyed and you just be running. It's like well, naturally when you see a lion, you are not expecting the person to somebody to see a lion just be sitting quietly, you know, watching the lion walking up to them to to just chew them. It's not it doesn't happen that way naturally. Naturally, if you see a lion walking up to you, you will want to run or fight or flight. Praise the Lord. And then this is the opposite. When, for instance, you have some nice piece of cake sitting in front of you or set on the table before you. You you feel like slowing down, come close, pick the knife, cut a portion for yourself. That's not the time. You don't you don't you don't get served with cake on the table and then you are you are in a hurry to run. It's like the thing is going to harm you. So you see that you 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 you, you come around, you start salivating. Saliva starts forming in your mouth, you know, and all that and then you start coming close. You want to taste some you want to see how this oh you see that, that that thing that controls your emotion to get closer to the cake is called your parasympathetic and then the thing that makes you see a lion want to fly away or want to even maybe take a stick and fight back or something like that is your sympathetic is sympathizing with you Okay, and then parasympathetic is, is sort of sympathizing, but it's on the other side, the other side of the spectrum. Like, it's like, let's take our time and eat this meal, that kind of thing. Okay, so you see that even naturally, that's how God wired us to be able to have something inside, inside us that will make us go slow a little and something inside us that will make us go fast a little when the situation calls for it. So you see that love and labor are two things that keep God, what do you call it? Just before I, I, I go, go on to that. Can you serve God well only by loving him in your heart? What do you think? No. You can't serve him well. I love him only in your only loving him in your heart. Can you serve God well only by laboring for him with all of his God being not excluding your heart, excluding your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, surrender to him 
in admiration. Can you can you serve God properly like that? No. God wants a little love and a little labor from each of us. A little love, a little labor, a little love, a little labor, a little love, a little labor. Hmm? I love God more. You love God, you love God, and you don't like uh, uh, to to let's say for you want to worship God. Uh, you want to wait on God, but you don't want to do anything that, for instance, let me see, that will bring money into your pocket. You don't want to do anything like that. It's like labor, zero. Love, 100%. It's not correct. Oh. The balance is not correct. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But the thing has to be, there must be a fine balance. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Love and labor are the two things that keep God awake and aware in the matters that concern you, okay? When God sees your love and your efforts at working hard at the things that prove your love to him, the Bible says that it provokes his righteousness. Look at the scripture again. It says, for God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. In other words, immediately he sees labor of love and love with labor. <laughs> You know, immediately he sees that thing. He cannot say that he will be unrighteous. He cannot say that he will forget. Because as it stands, it's like, actually, if you don't keep God in remembrance, the Bible says, keep me in remembrance of these things. If you don't keep God in remembrance of certain things, chances are that he can overlook you. It's true. Because God's children are made. Everybody's calling him from here and there. Do you understand? So it's like survival of the fittest. If you cry out more, God hears you more. If you are a human being, you have children, the one who is always, you know, calling for your attention, they will get more, some more of your attention than the others who is as if they don't care about even though you are around. You get the point. So, love and labor, they are two things that keep God awake and aware in the matters that concern you. When God sees your love and your efforts are working hard at the things that prove your love to him, not just talking about labor that will... Uh, um, you know, put money in your pocket, but take your heart away from God, for instance. No, that's not what we are talking about. His labor of love is love with labor. I love him, so I'll labor for him. Remember that this scripture is about ministry. The Bible says that in that you have, continued, you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Hallelujah. You see that love and labor, they are made to work hand in hand. Hallelujah. If you have a wife, for instance, who loves the husband so much, and the husband too is a very, it's not really the love, love, you know, uh, buy me chocolate, take me to the pool, you know, that kind of <laughs> love, love. But he's more of like, like the workaholic, you know. If you have someone who is workaholic, workaholic 100%, can't successfully marry marry or won't successfully dwell with a woman who is zero work 100 percent love always give me sugar give me lollipop yeah buy my dress for me i knew the new bag every day just speaking give me this give me that slow kind of you know she does she won't do anything for herself but she wants you to give her everything and she calls that love and then you too you have to be going around Doing everything because you don't, you also don't believe in any slow thing like you know, 
You have you, the man, you have to have a little bit of love, a little bit of labor. And you, the woman, too, you have to have a little bit of love and a little bit of labor. It's, if you do it like only the man is doing only one side or only the woman is doing only one side, the thing will never, there will be, never be a marriage. Marriage means union, mix, you understand. And for the thing to mix, well, it means the man must have labor and love inside him. And the woman must have labor and love inside him the error the, uh, the error is is in society is that sometimes we we, we 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 make it the other way around we think one party is supposed to have love and the other is supposed to have labor maybe the woman is supposed to work so hard and the man is just supposed to love so in some, some in some unions that's how it is like praise the lord it is not correct hallelujah each person because you see the whole thing is about we and God as individuals. It's not about you and your husband or you and your wife or you and your beloved. No, no. We, that is not how we are defined. We are defined by our relationship with God. So God is going to define you more by what you are becoming because of his word to you, because of his instructions to you. Hallelujah. So you see that God, see, when God sees your love, and your efforts that are working hard and the things that prove your love to him. Maybe you sing in church and you're working so hard at it. You dance in church, you're working so hard at it. You preach in church, you're working so hard at it, praying, waiting on the Lord, your shepherd, this, this, that. Things are not only what you do in church, but your work, your work, okay, your career, whatever you are doing to bless society as a result of your love for God. That is your ministry. Hallelujah. And we are learning that when you work hard at it, God sees it and it provokes his righteousness. You understand? He, he quits himself to ensure that he makes things right for you. The Bible says, then shall your, your righteousness shine like the sun and the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Okay, your, your righteousness... Uh, 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 shine as the i forgot how i put it praise the lord <laughs> praise the lord but i get the idea god will cause he will make things right for you praise the lord he will make things right for you and that is is he becoming righteous on your behalf the bible says he's not on, on he's not unrighteous to forget your labor of love Hallelujah. So when you make good proportions of labor and love in your life, you become somebody who really provokes God to make things right for you, to speed up your justice, to speed up the declaration of, eh, your, 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 you are just. You are just. Things are supposed to work right for you. Anybody who is trying to mess things up so that things don't work right for you, God will take them out of the way, take all those things out of the way so that he will make things right for you and declare that you are just. Hallelujah. And, and, and nobody can point any accusing finger at you. That is God's desire for you. He wants to work hard to make sure that nobody can point any accusing finger at you. He wants to prove that you are right once God lives in you. Hallelujah. And so have good proportions of labor and love. And that's how you keep God reminded about you, about your situation, about your life. You matter to God, though. You matter so much to God. But there's a way you can engage him more 
in your life. Hallelujah. And that's where we are learning today is what? A little love, a little labor, a little love, a little labor, a little love, a little labor. That's when you, you start having the labor of love. That makes God not forget you. That makes God make things right for you. Some people only want to love God in their hearts. They don't want to love. They don't want to work hard in serving him and ministering to him. Others want to work so hard to show to God that they are hardworking servants. Yes, God, you can see. I work very hard, 24 hours a day, this, this, that. <laughs> but they don't they don't add good enough doses of love to all their work. They are working, sweating, going here, doing that. But don't make time to wait on the Lord. Don't make time to slow down, to say, I love you, Lord. What did you tell me the last time? Have I done it? You know, to obey God. So from today, choose to do a little love plus a little labor. labor, A little love, a little labor. Your labor must be of love and your love must be with labor. Try to answer Jesus' question about which son did his father's will. The one who said he will go and did not. Or the one who said he will not go but repented and went. Try to answer that question and find out. How to please the Lord. Hallelujah. A little love, a little labor. That's how you're going to provoke God to make things right and just for you. Then shall your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you so much for listening. And Daddy Lord, we pray that you will fit our hearts for God with a lot of love in Jesus mighty name and a lot of labor in our system in Jesus name all for you for the building of your kingdom for the making of your name great and glorious in Jesus name Amen Thank you for listening to the Shama podcast. Until our next episode, I'd say Shama. Yes, here again, meditate, obey, and experience divine transformation in your life. God bless you.